0: teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody go ahead, put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Are you blessed to be in church? I'm so blessed to be here. Still standing. We want to do some prayers before we continue. Amen. Amen. Please turn your Bibles with me if you can. To Acts chapter 1, verse number 8. It's a very popular scripture. Can we read it together one? Go. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem. In all Judea. And unto the utmost part of the earth. Amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes, the power comes and many things happen. Amen. Say when the Holy Spirit comes, you will not only be in one place, you will move from Jerusalem, you go to Judea, Samaria, and you go to different places. Let's read this scripture again. Another scripture from Isaiah chapter 32. chapter 32 verse number 14 and 15 can we read it together one go the multitude of the city shall be left and the forts and the towers shall be danced forever a joy of wild answers, a pasha until the spirit be poured upon us from on high and the wilderness be turned into fruitful field and fruitful field to me so you notice that with the coming of the holy spirit or the spirit of god it turns and changes so many things the first scripture says that when the holy spirit comes you are going to have a lot of branches to your your shop or your business you will not only have one shop i see you having chain of shops you will have the same shock in different places. Amen. but uh, the Holy Spirit comes, you are going to be in one place, So you shall receive power, and you'll be witnesses unto me. So the church, okay, can be in one place. So the Holy Spirit comes. When it comes, then you can now be witnesses in different places, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in where. Samaria and onto the outermost part of the world. So, whatever you are doing, till the Holy Spirit comes and the power of God comes over it, it will be stagnant. There will not be progress. You will not see improvement. You will not see advancement. Hallelujah. So, the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit is the, the person that brings improvement and advancement in a way that you cannot imagine. Hallelujah. May the Holy Spirit come over us this morning. And when we go to Isaiah chapter 32, verse number 14, it says, are you there? Because the palaces shall be forsaken. Palaces shall be forsaken. The multitude of the city shall be left. Are you there? The fort and the towers shall be for dance forever. So important places will be taking over. Have you seen one important place that it's like uh, squatters have moved in a lot to have anybody seen? Yeah. That's what he's talking about. That sometimes an important place. When I came to Cape Town first the fountain was working. It was very nice. But gradually go to different gardens, Claremont Gardens, and they, but gradually it is becoming less and less beautiful. It, it's like it's turning into the greens are becoming brown and things like that. Are you here? And the Bible is saying that this is what happens. The absence of the Spirit, the absence of the Holy Spirit, a certain power begins to take away the beauty then it comes to verse uh, number 15 and it shows us verse number 15 are you there it said until so it is i think that we did not finish the first one it said and it will be the joy for world access donkeys and uh, uh, foxes will be living in palaces places where it wants for prominent people things will take over some of us, different things have taken over our lives you were once so beautiful, healthy you were once very rich but then the palace, the towers is no longer beautiful, certain things have taken over your very smooth face is having a lot of rashes and different things wrinkles and other things are competing for your beauty and he said it will be the joy <laughs> it will be a joy for the wild asses and pasture for the flock some of us other bacteria are feeding on us we are playing host to other bacteria. And the Bible said, but until this will continue, until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. Tell somebody, I need the spirit of God. It's going to be poured on us from on high. Hallelujah. Until the spirit be poured upon us from on high. And the wilderness be uh, fruitful filled. Amen. So when the spirit of God comes upon us, Suddenly wilderness, places that water doesn't flow. When we talk about wilderness, we talk about desert places. Places that is characterized by uh, desolation. Things don't grow there. Salted, barren land. Are you here? He said, when the Spirit of God is poured over us from on high, the first thing you notice is that wilderness will become a fruitful field. How many think that you want God to turn some aspect of your life, your situation, your business, your home? I mean, you can see that it's not productive. Sometimes our lives is not productive. Nothing interesting, nothing fantastic is coming out of us. When you think and think and think, the product of your thought does not make you profitable there's nothing, you've been to school, but whatever you are doing, but this morning as we pray, the spirit of God will be poured over us from on high and that wilderness will be turned into a fruitful field and it says that even those who are fruitful you think you are prospered you think you are doing well, He say wait for it and the fruitful field be counted for a forest
1: hallelujah
0: when the spirit of God comes even those who are fruitful you become so fruitful that you cannot understand what is happening to you so the Holy Spirit it does not only come to turn wilderness into fruitful fields but it comes to turn even fruitful fields into massive forests hallelujah how many want the Holy Spirit I want you to lift your hand and call on him the Lord let your spirit be poured on high on me. Lift your hand over our church. Oh yes, over your bar center, over your company, hey, in your marriage, any sp- any place that the Holy Spirit tread. Oh yeah, fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. Somebody lift your hand and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead until the Spirit be poured upon us from on high. Lord, of oh God, Kata. Man chande ronda raba ba, mama, rema mama. Go ahead, go ahead. Don't stop. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. ma chande roka bando ronde li baby. ma ka bando take bando ronde li baby. ma kaya chalaba bay, li ba la bay, be li Baba, roka Hey, kabalam de liando Pour your spirit on us, Lord. Pour your spirit on us, Lord. Hey, baba, let the barren lands, Lord, let the barren rooms, Lord, let the barren businesses, the unprofitable businesses, be turned into profitable ones. Lord of oh God, that the Spirit be poured on us from on high. Hey, that the wilderness be turned into a fruitful field. Somebody go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Hey, you are praying for yourself. 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 You you are praying for yourself. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Every dry places. Every dry places. Let it become fruitful. May the Spirit of God be poured on us. As individuals. As a group. As shepherds. As pastors. Be fruitful. Let the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Oh yes. That is the work of the Holy Spirit. Let the water of the Spirit be poured on us. Hey, ya baba taka taka banda rianda rababe. Hey, ya baba baba rababa rababe, libaba riande. E mama 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 de rochekaba. E mama de Hey, ya baba babe. Hey, abalaba babe. Hey, Abandur Rokabanda riando Roshi. Jesus, Mahaka Bandor Roca Takata. Ah, let the spirit be poor. Hey, from on high. Ma shando roka bayando roshi kibaya. Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I want you to join me. We want to pray for our church. Hallelujah. We want to say that Lord. Pour your spirit upon the church. And let the wilderness be counted for a fruitful field. And let the fruitful, those who are already bearing fruit, may they become a forest. Bless the basanches. Bless the branches. Bless all that we are doing. Let your spirit come over us. How many believe that God can fill this place twice over? We need an overflow. I said we need an overflow. We need to go and have a place that they will park the cars, like the first session. We need to park it somewhere or in front of our lawn or whatever is coming. How many believe that God can make us fruitful? But the fruitfulness will come when the Holy Spirit comes over us. Lift your hands and say, Lord, pour your spirit all from on high over our church. Over our church, Lord. Ika bando roshiki bili bbe, liba bbe. ya baba liba bali mo take bba, ika bala Maye Ma ye, mashanda take bbe, kaba bando roshiki baiyande. Mashanda liya bando roshiki baiyande. Maya, Kata, Kaya, Bandar, Rodi, Liba, Daba. Maya, and the Lebo. Kaya, Bayanda, Libaba, Libaba, Babe, Libaba, Libo, Libaba, Libo. Mando, Tabando, Rosa, Bandar, Yandar, Liba. Maya, and the Rosa, Kaba, Babe. Mayo, Taba, Riando, Sheikah, Bande. Somebody pray. Somebody pray. You are praying for the church. You are praying for the church. You are praying for the church. Lord, make us fruitful. May a fruitful field become a forest. May a fruitful field become a forest. May the has be turned on to a fruitful field. And let a fruitful field be turned into a forest. Increase us with man like flock. Hey, ya bandu Ey yabalababa baba mama re Ika re mama Ey capando roche que baba Ey yabalababe le babe le baba ke mahande le mahacha Ey capando rondariande co chapando ronde le babe rondari baba 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 Ey yabande Man Shandarabai. Everybody lift your hands. Sing it. Everything within about you. Everything within about you. Upon the sea, upon the sea, oh. majesty. You ready majesty. Oh one everything. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We bless you. May we not be the same because we came. Holy Spirit of God, reign on us. May the wilderness in our lives, in our church, be counted for a fruitful field. And let the fruitful fields become a forest. Only you can do this. We thank you for what you've done in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall shout and say, "Amen, Amen. Hallelujah!" Somebody put your hands together for the Lord. All right, please be seated. Let's go into the Word of God quickly, and we'll be out of here. Okay. So I'm sharing with you for the period that we are here, a short time. I want to share with you. Come with your bedding. Tell somebody, come with your bedding. Tell another person, come with your bedding. Hallelujah. How many have some burdens and issues and things that you need solution to? That is the reason why we take insurance for those things that we anticipate. Are you here? So last week, the grace of God I led us to pray a prayer and that prayer don't stop it keep praying it hello can you hear me hello can you hear me okay those on the sound be, be generous okay I will do something nice for you after the service hallelujah so we prayed a prayer in Romans chapter 8 verse number He said, all things work together for good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Amen. Amen. All things, all things. So when you love God, there is nothing like a bad thing. Whatever happens to you is going to work for your good. Hallelujah. So it is not that you come to church. That is why everything is going to be well. Bible say that all things will work together for those who love God. So one of the things you need to do is to pray for the love of God to fill your hearts. You need to have a way to love God. Amen. Because you cannot control the things that are going to happen to you. Many things are going to happen in this life. Many things. Those that we know, those we don't know, some of them we don't have control. There is a way to have things that happen to you converted into a very beautiful and wonderful thing. Hallelujah. Are you here? Whatever happens to you can become a blessing. Sometimes you make a mistake, and your mistake becomes a fashion. Are you here? Amen. Yeah. Now people go around wearing tattered jeans and all that. A poor person did not have money to buy what you want to buy. He wears a tattered dress and it becomes a fashion. Now everything goes. Are you here? So a way to have things that you cannot control. I don't know what tomorrow brings. And I don't know what next week brings. And I don't know what is going to happen next year. Are you here? But there is a God that has promised that when you love him, When you love him, when when you love him, there is nothing like a bad thing. Whatever happens is going to be converted into a very positive and a good thing for your life. Can I hear a loudest? Amen. Amen. So may you love God. May your life be filled with good things because you, you love God. And it is not everybody who is going to look at it. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So it is the god loves. are you here, that whatever they are going through, even if you lose your wallet, is going to work out for your good. You misplace your mobile phone. You notice that the one who found it becomes your husband. Are you understanding that? You are driving and you have a puncher on the road. You cannot turn. Then the person who comes to help you becomes your employer. It's like bad things. You fill an exams. And the the year you are writing, they bring scholarship for people who have done the course for this number of years. It's like whatever you thought it is bad, it, it turns out. Those, yeah, those who finish have gone, then they bring somebody. So those... Listen, they are all going to be employed in their company. So it's like what you filled was even a good way. I'm telling you, God has a way of making things work out. You may not understand. You may not understand why. You may not understand how. But that is what God does for those who love him. Amen. So may you fill your hearts with the love of God. Amen. But this what I'm talking about. Come with your burden. Because everyone has a burden. And in this world, if you've been around for some time, you know that the world is divided into first world, second world, third world. The more the problems you have, your classification begins to go down. Are you here? And many people don't want to welcome people who have problems and who have burdens. That is why when even you have your own money, you are going to buy things from shops. One of the things you will see in different shops is uh, right of admission. Reserved. It's like we choose who we want to admit into this shop. You may have the money, but we can say that you, you can't come over here. Right of admission. It's a way of excluding people who have burden. That is why uh, uh, countries need visas. Have you thought about it? That is why many of us, you cannot travel. Because when they look at it, they say, the burden you are bringing is a lot. <laughs> Just stay where you are. Just stay where you are. We don't want any trouble. Are you here? Amen. So when they look at the burden you have, they say that they put restriction. They put restriction. You need to go for a police clearance that you have not. You are not a It's like different things. You need a police clearance, police report. You need medical. It's like you are well. We are not going to spend on you. People have a way of eliminating you. People have a way of selecting only those who seem to be doing well. Are you here? But I came to tell you. I know somebody. I said I know somebody. Who rather specializes in helping people with problems? Hallelujah. Are you here? Matthew chapter 11. Verse number 28 to 30. Matthew. Matthew chapter 28. uh, 11, sorry. Verse number... together, one go. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Verse number 30. Hallelujah. These are the words of Jesus. As people are asking you to come with police clearance and medical certificate that you are not sick, Jesus says, come unto me. All, not some, come unto me. All, ye that labor and are heavy laden. Can you believe that there's somebody who specializes in taking people who are laden with troubles? I'm talking about come with your burden, hallelujah, hallelujah. They may not admit you into some programs because your grade point average or whatever you don't qualify. They may refuse you certain entry, but with Jesus, He said, "Come, I I rather want the people with troubles. Come with your burden, come." All of you who labor and are heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. He did not say, come and I will punish you. Come and I will, I will, I will, I will, what do you call it? Chastise or give you work. He said, I will rather give you rest. Hallelujah. So come as you are. Some people don't want to come. Sometimes they are heavy laden. They have troubles, but they feel that they need to solve it before they come to Jesus. Sometimes they feel that they need to, I mean, be able to figure out how their life is going before they come to Jesus. No. That is why the religious leaders, they don't understand Jesus. He went to eat with sinners and he told them, those who are not sick don't need a doctor. They said, why should somebody who is not sick go and look for a physician? They said, look, if this man was a prophet, He will know that this woman is a sinner. He rather loves eating with sinners and going into bad people's house. And Jesus said to them, those who are not sick, they don't need physician. I came. I came for the poor, those who are in trouble, those who are heavily laden. And this morning, what Jesus is telling you, I don't know where you are heading. I don't know what is going on in your life. I don't know what has not worked. Sometimes, you, you know Nobody knows. Behind the smile, there's a pain. Behind the beautiful dress, there's emotional scars. that are nobody. You, they give you a hug. There's a place of your life that a hand cannot touch. Only him can touch. Hallelujah. Jesus is saying to you this morning, Come, my daughter. Come, my son. Come, come with your, with your labor. You are heavy laden. You are heavy laden. You don't know what your life will turn out. He said, don't worry, come. Come as you are. You don't need to sort it out before you come. Come with all the problems. I'm going to give you rest. Even before you come, he has already assured you that you are going to have a rest. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. Amen. What a man. Everybody, even, why, when you think about it, why is it that uh, couples and uh, blind people don't have husbands and wives? Even people choose who to marry. When they see that you have a problem, they change their mind. One day, One day. a certain pastor. A certain pastor was a a junior pastor, he he wanted to get married. So he went to his pastor and told him that uh, he he wanted to get, God showed him somebody he wanted to get married to. Then the pastor asked, he said, oh, you pointed the sister in the church, beautiful sister in the church. And the pastor said, isn't all your flesh, are you not choosing based on your flesh and all that? I said, no, Pastor, And this beautiful sister, she will be the first person. She was very spiritual. Will be the first person to come to church. Every Sunday, she's the first person to come to church. So, as the pastor was talking to this younger apprentice pastor, he revealed, "Oh, God has told me that the person who comes to church first... She's the one. So the pastor said, are you sure? They said, okay, then let's pray that this week. The pastor had not noticed that her sister was the first person to come to church, but this younger one no. So the pastor said, okay, then let's pray so that next week we will all come together very early so that we'll know who will come to church first. So they prayed, they fasted, they prayed through the week. And Saturday evening, the the apprentice pastor, do you want me to continue my story? The apprentice pastor had to go and stay with his senior pastor so they can come to church early. Because a pastor must not marry anyone that God is not giving. And the younger pastor said that God said the one who comes to church first, she is the one. So, he stayed with the senior pastor, and on Saturday and Sunday morning, they all came to the church, they arranged. there. As they were there, they were praying, they were praying. They were praying, waiting for the first sister to come. <laughs> <laughs> when they noticed, one sister who was in wheelchair, she had, she had not been coming to church for some time that day. She was the one. She was pushing her coming. When she entered. Say hello, Pastor. Then the pastor looked at her and said, yeah, this is the one. the one. The younger pastor said, no. So even pastors. Even pastors don't want trouble. Even pastors don't want problem. Why do you think that most of the pastors don't start their churches in Kailicha? Why do you think that most pastors want to start their church in City? When I started my church in Kailicha, many pastors asked me, what are you doing? <laughs> so even pastors don't like trouble, but I know somebody who said, come! Come, come, you who is laden with trouble and you are heavy laden you labor there's nothing jesus said come there are people who are in church but they have still not come to jesus Amen. being in church doesn't mean you have come to jesus you can be in church and you are still heavy laden you are laboring different things you have not surrendered you have not come this morning jesus is telling you come my daughter come my sister Come, my brother, come with your your heavy load. Sometimes people think that the things that you are going through, nobody understands. Jesus, no, he understands. He understands and he knows he was tempted in every situation. He's able to turn you around. He said, come, and he has promised to give you rest. I pray you will have rest in your life. You will smile again. You will laugh again. Things that we have been through has caused us not to be able to smile. When you see people smiling, you think, that what is happening here? But Jesus said, come. See, you can be in church and still not have come to him. So the Bible said there are people who came to Philip and they told Philip, we will see Jesus. So you can be in church and still you have not surrendered. You have not allowed Jesus to take over. My sister, my brother, this morning, God is telling you, Jesus is saying, come as you are. Come with your burden. Come with your problem. Come with the issues. Don't allow the devil to deceive you, to say that, yo, solve it when all is well. Then you can come to Jesus. Even if you wake up one day, you are drunk, come in your drunken state. Whatever it is, that Jesus is specialist. I always tell people, when you wake up in the morning and you are not feeling well, that is even the reason why you should come to Jesus. When you wake up and you don't know what to eat and you are broke, that is even the reason why you should run to Jesus come with your burden come ye that labor and are heavy laden Jesus says he will give you rest hallelujah number two Jesus says come because he wants to reason with you Isaiah chapter 1 verse number 18 and 19 are you here Isaiah chapter 1, verse number 18 and 19. Can we read it together? One, go. Come now and let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they will. Hallelujah. Are you here? 19. If ye be willing, and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Are you here? Jesus said, come and let us reason together. Come. I'm talking about come with your burden. Our burden in our life is our sins, the things that we have done wrong. Are you here? And he is not ignorant about it. He, he, it's not like he doesn't know who you are. Are you here? But he said, come and let us reason together. Somebody this morning, God is telling you, come, my daughter. Come, my son, let us reason together. This thing is taking you away from me. You have made it your personal problem. You have made it your personal issue. The devil is telling you that you are not like other people. God doesn't like you because of this issue. He said, come, let us us reason together. And even before you come, he promises that your sins our sins that are as red as scarlet is going to be as snow. Can you believe it? Even before you accept the invitation, he said come. Like the first time he said come and I will give you rest. Even before you decide whether to go or not, he promises you. He promises you that that, that sin will be as white as snow. Hallelujah. He promises you that maybe it is so bad that you don't want anybody to know. It it is like a crimson. I don't want to explain all those things for the lack of time. Find out. So your sin may be as red like a crimson. It it will be like wool even before you come. Then do you know what he says over verse number 19. He said, if you are willing and obedient. It means many people come, but they are not willing. If you are willing and obedient, then you will eat the good of the land. Hallelujah. Be willing to come to Jesus. Come to him willingly. Don't let it be like you have been forced. Don't let it be like somebody, I mean, pushed you. It's not your intention. Say, come willingly. Come, come. Be willing. Be willing to talk to me, my son. Be willing to talk to me, my daughter. Those sins and all the things that people think will kill you. It will not kill you any longer. Hallelujah. Sometimes it feels as though God doesn't understand us, but God understands. Hallelujah. You know? That's why the Bible says we shouldn't judge before time because he's the righteous judge. Most of us, when we, something happens, we just see what has happened. But God has not judged you based on what has just happened. God knows what brought you to where you are. He knows, you know, he knows, he knows the history. He knows. God doesn't just judge because of what you've done. No, sometimes even the motive. God judges the motive. Why did this person do this? What is the reason behind this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, "Come and let us reason together. Come and let us reason together." There were pastors and men of God who were brought up on alcohol as they were children. Their parents were alcoholics, and as they were growing, you know how it is when you go a place with your father, he drinks and he gives you more. How many? How many? You've been on, on, on trainings for some time. Your father, take the glass here. Yeah then he gives you small. And these guys were brought up that way. So they had become alcoholics before they met the Lord. And it had been part of their lives. God was using these great men mightily, but in their low moments, they will go back to alcohol. And sometimes you, sometimes you may not understand you may, you may not understand. You may say, ah, how can this, how can this? No, God understands. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you. That's what say, come and let us reason together. There is nothing God cannot heal. There's nothing God cannot do. Don't isolate your problem, your situation, and say that mine is so bad. Mine is so bad that God cannot use me. If time will permit me, I would have told you the story of uh, uh, Joyce Mayer. A great woman of God, her story, will let you have great, great faith in God. His ability to use anyone at all and to bring you through. What is your problem? And what is your, Jesus says, come and let us reason together. Come and let us reason together. Some of us, it's the poverty. You know God wants you to serve him. But when you look at where you are coming from, you say, "No, no, 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 no. God, I cannot... I want to go and make money to attend to the family. I want to make money. God knows where you are coming from. God knows the poverty you have seen. God knows the problem you've been through. But don't run away from God. Some some of us, because of that, we don't even want to listen to what God is saying. But he's saying, you come, Come and let us reason together. Sit down with God and say, Lord, I know you have called me. I know you want me to serve you, but this problem in the house is the one that is not allowing me to take that decision. What are you going to do about it? He said, come. You come and let us reason together. Why are you running away from God as though he doesn't care? He understands and he knows you have all those problems. So don't run away. So sometimes, like, because of the problem, you run away very far from God. You go as far as you can get because you know that, no, this problem had. That is why he's saying to you that why are you running away? Come. Come and let us reason together. Hallelujah. Amen. You have condemned yourself. Me, I, cannot, I can never be used. I cannot become a pastor. I can't be a lady pastor. Pastor, you don't know me. My past. My past. I've slept with almost everybody in trousers. When you look at it, it's the thing that God cannot use you. But you see, your past is because of where you are coming from. That's why they say, come. Come. Come and let us reason together. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes you look at the things that you have done. Look at the things that you have done as an armed robber. You see that when they come and see an armed robber preaching, hey, what, what, they will be shocked. Now, God cannot, you see, don't disqualify yourself. You say, come. Don't, don't give an excuse. Trust God and come. That is why I say, if you are willing and obedient. Some people are not willing. They think that God is just like a man who will disqualify you. When you look into the Bible, it's amazing. It's amazing how God uses people. Most of the Bible were written by three murderers. Moses, Paul, and who? David. David. These three people. They all had blood on their hands. Now, God I will use you. And he said, you are the man after my own heart. You will be surprised. Come. God says, come. And let's raise them together. Hallelujah. Amen. I see you coming. I said, I see you coming. Sit so down with God. and said, Lord, I want to serve you. Will you assure me that you take care of my family? Some of us, you know, your mother, your father, they are using you as a collateral. You are their future income uh, cash cow. You are the cash cow of the family, so the idea that you want to be a missionary or you want to serve God, you want, when, you, when it's okay to you, just shake it out of your head. Say, no, go out. Go out. This thought cannot be contained over here. But you know the call of God is upon your life. It's about time for you to come to God and sit down with him. Say, Lord, let's reason together. How are you going to take care of them? You know how it is. I cannot even bring this subject up with my father. I can't bring it up with my mother. The money they have spent on me and order it to be like I'm some uh, uh, unreasonable person. Lord, will you sort it out? Will you talk to them? Come and let us reason together. Hallelujah. And it says, be willing, be willing, and be obedient. When you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I see you eating the good of the land. Every land has a good portion. Yeah. If you go every land, there are places that one room is 30,000. Are you getting it? A single room range is 30,000. And there are other places that five bedrooms are also 1,005. <laughs> <laughs> are you here? But God says that if you are willing and, and obedient, you shall eat the... Look, You may be struggling over here. There are people who are eating the good of this land. They are eating the good of... They are not struggling at all. Their mouth is oily. I tell you. Their mouth is oily. They don't even think about how much you ought to buy. They just go and fill it. They change their car tires every six months. As you buy a second-hand tie, and you turn it a day, every six months. They, they change their addresses every season. They, it's not a problem. They are eating the good of the land. And God promises you that when you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. I see you eating the good of the land. Amen. I said, I see you eating the good of the land. Amen. Because God has not called you to punish you. God has not called you to disgrace you. God has not called you to just make you miserable. If earthly companies will take care of their workers, how much more God? If earthly companies will take insurance policies, life assurance and different things for their earthly workers and staff so that they will become, how much more God? God has a better plan for you. My brother, be willing. My sister, be obedient and we shall eat the good of the land. Can I have your loudest amen? Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.